well, we are living in Brazil like any other family in mm -hmm. the south. I'm from south, uh, southern Brazil. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and then one day they heard that it would be good to come to Japan. They came and then... Wait, 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 wait. So your parents brought you to Japan? No, they didn't bring me. They came by themselves. And then I came. Wait, wait, they left you. Wait, wait, oh, so you street kids? They left you out in the street? Not on the street, but they left us in our. I was. Well, when my father left, I was 11. Then later, when I was 13, my mom left. Okay, help me try to understand. You yeah, understand. It's difficult to understand, yeah. Right. So, so explain to me. So your father left you when you was 11 yeah. to come back, to come to Japan. Yeah. It was his first time. He was born and raised right. in Japan and his parents. Did you say what he was going to do when he came here? Yeah, yeah, to what? work, to support us, to have a better life. Oh, yeah. okay, so he was so still to yeah. do something. So he's sending money back to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. He never, in this sense, he is always present. He's always present. He yeah. always makes sure financially. Financially, yes. Yeah. He's always been there. Yeah. All right, so then your mother, she decided to leave you guys at what age? Yeah, I was 13, and my sister was 15. So what did she what did she do? Where did she go? She came to Japan too? Well yeah, with my father. So they didn't, they didn't divorce. They are yeah, it's difficult to explain that. But just explain. They they are not legally divorced, but they are always connected. They they are still divorced, but they are still very close to each other. Okay. Yeah, I think it's the way their relationship works. So when she came here, she came here to do what? To come with my father. To do what? To work. Yeah. Okay, what kind of work was he doing? They work in factories. Yeah. Okay, so both of them work in factories. Yeah. Where, where, where's the area? Well, no, Not when they first came, no, because the, I'm talking about what year, yeah. like 25 years ago. Okay. So, in the 90s, 1990s? 90s, yeah, 1992, right? Yeah. Because there's a big Brazilian. Yeah. Right, but that's where. Mm -hmm. and how many, where There's in Gumaken. Gumaken, right. Gumaken and uh, Shizuoka Hamamatsu, so yes, mm -hmm. as you said. But my father went to Okayama. I remember that back then we exchanged letters. We didn't have internet. Right. So I knew the places by letters. Right. Yeah. So he went to Gumaken. And he wrote to you always in English? In Portuguese. He wrote to you in Portuguese? Yes. We only speak in Portuguese at home. So how did you learn English? Well, at the school. And by myself. And, and so in Brazil, they teach you English? They teach you. So you learn English and Portuguese. But Portuguese is the main language. It's the main language. Okay. Yeah. And then you learn English in there. How do you learn? I know you speak Japanese, so how do you learn your Japanese? Here as well, like speaking to people. Okay. How long have you lived here? Now 20 years. 20 years? Yeah. Do you mind me asking how old you are? No, yeah. I don't mind it at all. 39. 39? Yeah. So you came here when you were 19? Well, first time I came when I was 15, in 1997. What was that for? To see mommy and daddy? In theory, that I came, but that is complicated to. I came, they were here, mm -hmm. but then I don't think it was the right time. I came by myself. Did they know you were coming? They know, they sent me here. Okay. My father went to send me here, okay. but my mom was here. Okay. And But I lived with them for a few months. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, so they were together still? They're not together. They're in different places. Is there... Well, who'd you live with? Your mother your father? I lived with my mom for a few months. Then I lived with my father for short time okay yeah and then from there i took off by myself throughout japan yeah okay but did you go back you did you went back so you, you said you came I went back. Island, you no. yeah i came from uh, in 1997 okay i stayed for two years then i went back to brazil i stayed there for a few months then i came back 
and I stayed for my uh, for five years. Okay. And then I went back, and then I came back. And then this time is the time, 2005 is when I came back, I didn't go back again. But how long did you stay? stay Not that long, I stayed for... After you came in 15, you never you stayed in Brazil for how long after when you came back? Oh, a few months, three months at the first time, and then six months in 2005. And that's the longest you ever stayed away from Yes. Yeah. And the rest of us are on here, so you say, basically, yeah. that's right, okay. Yeah. 20 years. So your mom and dad, they're still, are they still here in Japan? No, they're in Brazil. When did they go back? My mom was like 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah. And your father? Five to six years. And they're together in Brazil? Kind of. Kind of. With yeah, they're ones. always they're, connected. They're, they're, they're good friends more than they're good friends. They're not going to yeah. let go of each other. Yeah. yeah. They have two kids together they're crazy about. Yeah. And your mom I'm not sure if they are crazy about <laughs> Alright, I like to believe that. I like to have No, no, I believe yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What happened to your sister all this time? I know you were running back and forth. Where was she? She's two she years old. She was in Brazil, yeah. She never left? She came here like, uh, but she came here like 10 years ago for a short time. But mm -hmm. she lived her whole life in Brazil. Okay. Yeah, she's there. Yeah. She never wanted to come to Japan? No, she did, but I don't think it's her thing. She said, oh, yeah, she came here yeah. and said, ah, seen that, yeah. tasted that, done. Yeah. I'm gone. Yes. <laughs> Are you close to your sister? Well, time, you know, time is a... <laughs> I'm trying to say... You're not way. that close. You're not that close. Why? We are not that close. Well, because we split when I was... We were too young. How young? I was 15, she was 17. But were you close before that time? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and then together. together. Yeah, that doesn't mean you have to be close. I know a lot of brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, time, yeah. So. But were you guys like that? Did you guys talk a lot? Do you, I mean, did you? We don't talk a lot. Recently, we we sometimes we have short conversations. Has she made you an uncle? Yes, she made me an uncle. Yeah, and I, I get along with her kids. How many kids does she have? She has two two boys. One is 22, <laughs> 21 years old. So you talk with them. Yeah. So that's how you keep it real conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah. We are connected. They, you only whenever you're speaking to her or your nephews, you're speaking in Portuguese. In Portuguese only. Only. That is so neat. That is yeah. So, do you have kids? Are you married? Have no, kids? I'm not married. Okay. All right. So, you're still living that free life. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> yeah. I know. I've met you from being here in the club, seeing you yeah. in your class yeah. and over there in the rec center. So, I want to get everybody in rec on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's me. Absolutely. Because I don't really know. I mean, getting to know you makes me really happy to know no, more thank about you. Very you. Much. And yeah. the ends, you know, what is this guy all about? So, you teach a yoga class. Oh, you're so annoying. First take me for it. You came over to Japan. What did you do when you came over here? Well, I did person? everything because I worked in bars and cafes and then customer service. Because one thing that I always did well was to make friends and talk to people. Okay. And, and you knew that? And you liked that? I liked that. Okay. Yeah, and that is the thing that saved me. All right. Yeah. So, you said, so you worked in customer service? Yeah. You worked in bars? Yes. All right, so what, what are you doing now? I mean, I know you work here. Yeah. Well, what I do now, I work at the top here at Top American okay. Club at the, as a concierge. Right. But the, the main thing is yoga. Yoga. Yeah. So when did you start doing yoga? Practicing by myself. Well, that I have to go. Just to go. I yeah. have time. I'm not going anywhere. I will, <laughs> you present in the moment, yeah. talking about yoga. When I was living in the southern Brazil, we have a big community of Japanese. And I was taught how to recite the Sutra Lotus. It's a book of uh, 
that Buddhist book right, 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 right. that you read every day. Right. And it has a beautiful message. It tells you how important it is to sit and elevate your spirit in a meditative state of mind. Mm -hmm. And for many years, I was, uh, when I was 1994, so I was 12, 13 years. I started. How old were you when you started? How old was this? 12 years old. You're, you're 12 years old. When I started about Buddhism and learning about how to meditate okay. and concentrate. Okay. And uh, I was part of, Reyukai is one of the segments of Buddhism. Okay. okay. Is this, well, so you became a Buddhist? I was you not started practicing. Practicing, yeah, practicing daily. Did you have any sports you played or anything prior to that? What was your favorite sport? I didn't have a sport, favorite sport. Did you read a lot? I did. What kind of books did you read? Well, mainly uh, religious books. I, I liked always religion. I always liked. So were you raised, how were you raised? A Catholic? Uh, yeah, most of us were Catholic. I know that. I know yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was raised a Catholic too, that's yeah, why I laughed. Yeah. Did you go to Catholic school? Not school, but yeah, in the always involved in the community. I love Catholicism because our ceremonies were so short, like thirty minutes. Yeah, and you get your bread and a little bit yeah, of wine. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. good. Yeah, Sit yeah. Down, the ceremony, the ritual is beautiful. And it's so, but it's so brief. That's why I like it. It is, yeah. And you go to other churches, you're sitting there all day, yeah. fanning yourself, and I, yeah. did, I tried a lot of different things. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I always yeah. have the search for yeah, yeah. something. Yeah. I consider myself more spiritual now because I didn't pick any of them. I didn't yeah. pick any of them, but I, I see beauty in each one to a certain extent. Yeah. You tried everything? So what did you try? Did you try um, Judaism? No, not yet. Mormonism. There's always something to explore. Mormonism? I am Mormon. You're a Mormon? Yeah. Okay, well then you got guess you tried it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that it's the second one that you tried. Because I've been through those. Yeah. I've been through the moment I went through when they had a flip chart. Yeah. Before you probably even thought about it. They had a flip chart when the elders would come mm -hmm. and tell you about Mormonism because they didn't come to my neighborhood. I wonder why. But they didn't come around <laughs> my neighborhood. Uh -huh. And I heard so many things about Mormons and I wanted to find out. And I found out through families that, that had kids in my program, mm -hmm. how family-oriented they were. Yeah, it's family-centered. And I really like that. Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed yeah. that. So yeah. I said, okay, I'm going to ask them if I can find out. It's a show. They had elders come. Yeah. I had to go over to someone's house and do it. It was really interesting. It is interesting. It was so interesting. So, so you became, when did you become a Mormon? Seven years ago. Seven years ago. Yeah. So you've been over to the temple here? Yeah, yeah. The I new hear, one? The new one. The new, yeah. I was in the old one. I was how oh yeah, me too, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. Gonna go, I'm gonna go in the new one. Yeah, I'll take you there. See, now you have to be a Mormon to go into the... In the temple? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm in the... Yeah. But in I was the really... annex, in the... Right. Yeah, where we meet again. I'm gonna go in the annex. Yeah, I'll take you there. I'll sit in one ceremony. Your ceremony's pretty good too. It's beautiful. It yeah, easy. because it's a... Uh, the concept... I'm, I don't know if I'm the right person to explain that. This is what I see in okay. my perception. Is that we share our testimony, our experiences. That's right. Yeah, it, I think that's what I, apart from all this family center that you mentioned, is a church of the, we call the Church of Revelations, and we share our experiences, so we learn from each other. Mm -hmm. It's not somebody all the time telling you things from the top, bottom, and we all are involved mm -hmm. and engaged. Yeah, right, that's right. really beautiful. Have you been to Salt Lake yet? No, not yet. I went there several times. Utah. Yeah. I've been yeah. there. Not Salt Lake, is it Utah? It's Utah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 So I went there because I went to Universal, was it Village? Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> they have free bus system for a certain section. Yes, I haven't taken it. I've been through the old cathedral, but there's no nails in it. And the, the new one, because it was closed when I went there, and I saw all of the young kids from all over the country with their. How do you know? You have, you've seen pictures of it. Yes. Yeah. They have their signs up and everything. Yeah. Their pictures. I had an older guy taking me through. He was, uh, um, he made suits. And I'm going to have some shirts made when I was there, since I was there for about two weeks. So you really read a lot. What kind of books did you like? It's always related to spirituality. You said that, yeah. Yeah. So like what? What were some that you can remember? That's still your favorite? Is there lots of sutra? Lots of sutra. For sure, for sure, that's there. What did you see in that that made you feel like, wow, this is speaking Well, because the segment that I followed, Reiyukai, which is this big building close to... To hear the station, I forgot the second station. Oh, that's them, that's right. Yeah, right. you know, this huge black building. The, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's the Reyukai. That's Reyukai. That's Reyukai. I went in there one time yeah. and I said, the guy said, come in, he's running this guy. And I said, what is this? It's Buddha. And he took me in there over there and yeah. showed, me the, showed me the Buddha. Yeah. And it was just me. Yeah, and they, I was impressed when that opened up. And then, it blew your mind and yeah, you said, like, it, it makes you feel it like bad. Yeah, you feel like, okay, I'm going to ride. Yeah, that was the... <laughs> yeah, the, what is reading in the scriptures, they made that kind of real. When you see that, it's impressive. And I have a story to tell about okay, that. Sure. So our, I have these beautiful, nice people who taught me about Buddhism when I was 12 to 13 years old. For many years, I didn't see them because I came to Japan. We didn't have internet back then. Some people, I am there from the time that we used to exchange letters. Two years ago, I reconnect with them through Facebook, and they told me, you know what, we are we are going to Japan, and I'm, I'm, I was away from the Ryukai itself for many many years, and I found out that's right next to my work, and they said we are on the way, and I met my teachers from the past here, right next in the neighborhood. Yeah. How, long was, how long was that? When did that happen? Two years ago, but the gap in between this encounter to more than twenty years. And it was magical, and then we mentioned Reyukai, that we saw that when we were reciting, it was very special. It was three of us reciting the sutra, as we did more than 20 years ago, and then somebody, I was not expecting what you just described there. Oh, you didn't even see it? No, the oh, thing opened up, and then it was... Uh, <laughs> he, just, he just opened it for me, and we didn't have to go through any ceremony. Yeah, it's very he special, said, they don't open that often. I don't know why he did it for me. He said, would yeah, you... Because you're... Enlightened. <laughs> he said, he said, would you like to see a Buddha? And I yeah. said, sure. And he goes, tick, tick, tick. So how did you get into Mormonism when you were clearly going towards Buddhism? No, contradiction is part of life. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, I was walking down the street in Harajuku. That was 2000. What was that? Calculating here. 15, 14. I was, and it was, it was about the time that I was planning to go to India to get my yoga certification. Okay. And also tell me real quick, when did you, how old were you? You told me 12 already when you started yoga. Oh, no. Yeah, I, well, the beginning of the conversation was that I, I started with yoga, but before I wanted to explain the Buddhism. Okay, how I, yeah, that was the part is covered with the Reyukai. And then yoga, when I came here, I, I used to go to the uh, to Tower Records. We don't have any more now. Right, with the, right across from Tokyo hands? Yeah, yeah. But we still have Tower Records. There's okay. another one. Okay. The big building, yeah. That's still there. They're still there. Still there. Yeah. They're still by the Japanese. But Tower Records did go bankrupt for a while. Okay. Yeah, yeah I used to go there and read some books and then 
again, it was the time that we didn't have internet, right? And it was nice because I didn't, the first time I read a book for about yoga, first, I knew the, the terms, I was fascinated because there are terms that is connected with Buddhism, it's from India at the end of the day. The sweet is true. Yeah. And I connected with that when I saw the images and the poses are all the things that, that was fascinating. Even the Buddha does yoga poses. Uh, uh, Mormonism, going back, I was walking okay. down the street and then I was about to go to India and I met these missionaries. And when they told me about the Mormonism, I, I told them, yes, of course I want to learn more because I'm, they, they, they asked the question about something that is dear for me, that is important. And, but I was so concentrated on my yoga things mm -hmm. that I told them I'm really busy, I'm going to India, and you can keep in touch when I come back. I'll be more than happy to hear everything that you want to tell me. And for the next three months, even when I was in India, I told them, if you want to send me what you want me to read, please send it to me. I'll read. I'm more than happy. And so they did. Yeah, well, so I was. appreciate that. I'm, I'm grateful for that, for that effort, you know, yeah. to to take the time to explain that to me, and I appreciate. They were mailing it to you. They were not mailing it. No, it was. We uh, well, already had oh, okay, okay, Facebook. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so every time, sometimes I was. Um, Next, you going river Ganges, and then I was checking the message sometimes, and there was with the text, the spiritual. I found that very special. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Did you have ever have to do any of the? Did you have to go? Did you go? You never went to the main church, so you've never been there. No, I did. Yeah. No. Yeah, I just said you never went to Salt. Back in uh, not in Salt, like here, the temple. Oh, the temple here, but I'm talking. About, so you haven't been back there, and I think only from there you can be sent somewhere else. So you haven't had to go, you haven't had to do any... Um... Mission? Yeah. No. Okay. No. But you're official Mormon. I'm official Mormon. So how was, what did they tell me? How, how did you become official Mormon? What's the special handshake? Oh, what is this? <laughs> well, I don't know if the right person, this is my okay. vision, my understanding. As you mentioned, it is a church-centered family, learning. It's the Church of Revelations, and they focus on self-development. And there is one thing that gets my attention is the Christ-like attitude to behave like Christ. It is difficult because you have to think constantly how you're going to do things, how Christ would do, but thinking through his mind. And for that, we have to study his behavior, his life. And I admire that. It's not easy because sometimes you just want to be human and walk yeah, away. Yeah, but then you reflect and you think about that and you ponder and that is something that I am willing to do I like that mm -hmm. yeah so you find yoga matches perfectly because it allows you the time to really interplay yeah it's a, it's a very even introspective when yeah. even when you're teaching yeah it's introspective especially when I'm teaching because I'm sharing what I believe what I study so I have to get and, and as much as possible, I, I'm present there and I'm watching people, and then I'm sharing a lot. The all what I have learned comes and then in the right place and deliver the message that I'm the messenger. Right. Do you feel like you vibe? Do you think human beings vibrate? An energy or something? Or? In a way, it's about connection because yeah, people. There's a lot of uh, other people doing the same as I do, but if I have people that we do together, then it's because definitely because we are connected. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh, so, oh, oh, I got you. I see, I see. Yeah. So you're not trying to get everyone, only if you can connect. 
Yeah, it's not for uh, definitely it's not for everyone. Yeah. Uh, it's something that I can teach anyone. I can share not I don't see myself as a teacher. I share what I know okay. and what I believe that is good. Mm-hmm. And I try to understand what is good for them as well. Mm-hmm. And for that we need to connect and it's better if we talk. That's right. Because that's right. yeah. I mean, you, what do you mean? To your class? Yeah. How can you talk to well, how many people do you have in a class at a time? Usually it's five to six. Yeah, so what do you mean? You sit around. To, to talk. What do you mean? I mean, sometimes you can be connecting silence as well. Some people are connect. For example, we don't talk every day, but now we are having a friendly conversation because right. there is a kind of perhaps a connection. Okay. I don't know if that's the correct right. word to say. But what I mean is, when you ask me if there is a spiritual uh, elevator, what was the question? I said, do, do you think people vibrate? Vibrate. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, definitely. And uh, I, there is another thing that I practice. I don't know if you ever heard about Vipassana. It's the 10 days silent. It's a place where you go to stay in silence for 10 days from 4.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. you meditate. You've done that? Three times. And for 10 days you have to... Yeah. Be the whole Wait, the whole 10 days you say nothing? No, you don't exchange any eye contact with people. Where are you? Where are you in in Japan, yeah, it's in a room that it, with like 80 people, 90 people. But we don't talk. And answer your question about being connected in silence. You stay, you stay in a place that you don't know people. You never spoke with them. But after ten days, you kind of know people that you're going to get along with. People that you kind of mm-hmm. and you never spoke with them just by sit by them side, like just to be in the same room. It's, it's fascinating to observe that. It's like that animal instinct. Like if I was a dog, I would probably bite some people. And that is the 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 vipassana, the meditation, and when. And it all comes from things that I learned when I was a child. To sit and meditate and elevate yourself to a higher level. It is stuck in my mind that I'm still living by those words. And then I went in the search. I, after India, I did my 10-day silent meditation. Is that the first time you did it? When you went to India? No, I did it after. India oh. went for being a yoga teacher. To, it's a kind of a ritual that you turn in a... How many people were there? 30 people. Only 30? Only 30 people. For the, for the yoga, but for the meditation center, it's about 80 to 90. In, 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 in India? I did in Japan, the meditation. Okay. No, but I'm saying, when you, went, when you were in India, there were only about 30 people trying to get their license. Yeah. Okay. In the whole school. And how long did it take? It, it's a one month. One month? Yeah. Concentrating. You study all day long. You leave. You know, if they say this, teacher, okay, you learn a lot of techniques. How to, to move, how to... Is the technical part because at the end of the day is an Asian practice and Asians are very specific about uh, structure and the Indians they have that yoga has that as well you can see is the moment when I see all the differences in Asia for example India Japan there is nothing similar when you look from outside from the image but then when you start to see the structure it's like okay yeah it mm-hmm. makes sense like China for example when you see all the Asian is people of the structure I'm from Brazil there are so many points to the one opposing yoga. I doubt it now, maybe because people are more um, globalized. Than, and then in the school, yeah, that's what you learn. You learn like the structure and you live that yoga life for 30 days. In, in a way, maybe by the end of the training, you can do pretty much anything because, yeah, you put your hands and wrap around your neck because your life is already. You're done. You, yeah, you are in that. Do you believe you've been here before? Do you believe in reincarnation? Do you think this is your first time on this journey? The whole in the yoga point of view, 
in the Buddhism, the cycle of life, that samsara, that we, we come often to fix the things that need to be fixed, or that we need to, to evolve to the point that we move to the next level. I see that even in this life we can do that. Things as we evolve, we learn things that I believed yesterday. Maybe today I'm gonna to have a new argument that is gonna change my mind and I'm gonna do better or perform better in that aspect. And then I think I can close that cycle. Mm-hmm. And I tend to not believe that you're gonna you're gonna come back here. I, so you think that this is your first time, your only time here? You never you don't believe you've ever lived before. Here. I believe not here. I believe that we existed before. Oh, you believe you existed somewhere it exists, else? It's in another form, but not like this, that I'll come back and do it again. I think that uh, on my study, on my search for spirituality or religion, that to fulfill my questions, when I learn my understanding, because you can read the same book and if you're going to write about it, it's going to come out absolutely different, right? Sure. And my perception, my practice for meditating and observing that state of mind, well, what they call moksha, to stop that that cycle of reincarnation. Then you finally find enlightenment, and then you you don't come back anymore. And then is the point. To me, is the things that we learn here. And I've been diligent and working diligently to understand that and do my best to not have too many things to fix later, as much as I can, of course. And for that, Christianism saved me because I have the repentance. I can repent and ask for mercy for things that I cannot fix. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Would you like to end with that or would you like to give me some more? Because that was a good ending. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, I don't, I'm not trying all the time to be great, but with this Christ-like mindset that my religion uh, teaches, that's a big thing that it's a hard word, but it's a good word. It's something that makes me think. And, and then the other side that I have, that I don't think I'm going to come back, I'm going to move to the next step. I want to go... It's like a preparation. It's always a preparation. We are learning more, evolving, evolving. And one point, this, this wonderful body that we are blessed to have, that we can do so many things with. Unfortunately, in one point... I'm going to have to let it go as well. Um, <clears throat> those 10 days silent, I think, is a preparation for death. I know that it's deep and it can be negative, but not, because you are 10 days away from the world mm-hmm. in silence. And the world here outside is happening naturally without you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then all my sense of me, myself and I, is just like with me. Because the word is just happening naturally. Regardless of you're here or not. Yeah, exactly. Preparation for death. Yeah. See, you see why I love doing this. I would have never heard that from you. <laughs> yeah, we probably wouldn't have the time or the chance, the opportunity to go to that direction. Ten days of silence. Ten days of silence. How, how do you do it? I mean, of course you can do it on your own if you, you, if can you have the means. I've done in my apartment to stay five days at but you don't have four boys and a wife. But you can still do it. You can do it. You can tell people, look, I'm 10 days, I'm going to be in this room. Just slide me some water and read the thing. <laughs> or you can go in there. That's right. You just don't say anything. Exactly. You just go in I can be around some... people. Oh, I got you. you I don't can. have to be with. I can be around people and come here. And... Yeah, you don't need necessarily. It's not something. 
we have this sense of emergency. Text? No. There is There's no, no communication. There is no communication. There is no notes. You don't take notes. You take mental notes if you want to. But the concept is not to do that. The concept is to be there. To just be there. Don't do anything. Yeah. Just try not to think about anything. Yeah. Just do your what you have to do. Focus on your breath. You have to eat. Oh, the food is you amazing. What food? What are you going to do this in India? No, you can do all over the world. It is called Vipassana. It's free. It's based on donation. So, so I, we're here in Tokyo. We're in. It's, not, it's in Chibaken, Mobile. Chibaken, okay. Yeah, and they have in Kyoto as well. And I work as a volunteer as well there. Yeah, so I have experience also managing that, how that, I know how that works. So if I wanted to, I could take my motorcycle, ride with this, park my bike there. You have to sign up first and then you can do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Today's. What does it cost to do this? Free. Oh, you said it's free? Donation. Yeah. Because you have lots of people that, <clears throat> sorry, have done that and after that we work as a volunteer to provide that for the next person to have the same experience. It's, it's profound. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm getting ready. Yeah, I'll, I can take you there anytime. I like that. Yeah. Wow. Ten days of science. Prepare myself for death. Yeah. That's what you're really doing. Yeah. It is. You're preparing. You observe that patiently. You, you observe. It's divided in three steps. The first one, you observe the movements of your breath without control. There's no control. You just observe. With kind of connect with a life, non-judgmental life. You're not judging. You're just observing. You just observe your breath, whatever it is. If it is Deep is deep, if it's shallow, it is there. <clears throat> Sorry. The second stage is what gives the name for the program Vipassana. It's to observe things. You observe the sensations of your body because it's physically difficult to sit for a long time and you start to feel pain. Oh, you have, oh, you have, this, you have to. Oh, so they have a certain posture you must be in. How do they communicate that? I thought. In the beginning, they, there is a orientation. orientation. They yeah. tell you what you're, so am I in yoga poses anytime? No, no. You, you um, just cross the legs and sit, but you can bend your knees to the side because it's, it's, it's a long day. It's, it's a you hard, have to stay like that. You have to stay like that. You're not going to be hanging around. Or feeling you can't run out. You can be no, watching the fish. And no, no. You have no walk. Into the forest. No, because you decide to. You're going to sit and meditate and elevate yourself. Every day? Every day. For 10 days? For 10 days. How long, how long do you say? Now I'm starting to lose my, Now I don't have any goosebumps. I'm starting to say, wait just a minute. You start 4.30 a.m. You start at 4.30 a.m. and you go all the way until 9 p.m. But there are breaks in between. So the breaks are, are pre-determined. And they feed you well. They feed you well. It's wonderful. Okay. But you, lose, but you come out losing weight, of course. I think some people would put some weight because... Well, they can... Well, the food is good. And but there's no, there's no limit to how much you can eat. I think you just have. No, they're very generous. And oh, so you can get okwari and okwari, yeah, digestives. But how are you gonna communicate that? You just go. Yeah, you don't communicate. You just go in the line and go back. And... <laughs> I think we rely too much. There are many things that we can do in silence that we can. <laughs> the first day I mean, you may good. kind of bump into each other, but after sure. the second day you. You know what to do. You start. Yeah, your brain is trained. How many foreigners compared to Japanese? I think it is now it's less because of COVID. I read what's happening, but before 50 50. Okay, but now it won't be. No. Yeah. I don't think the Japanese want to go. They say, no, they won't. no, but they do. Uh, some, yeah. I'm saying they won't go if they think there's going to be a bunch of foreigners because that's just oh, yeah. traveling. That's just they're more likely to have it than the people that are right here. No. Even if, and a Chinese person can get in, a Korean guy, because they wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, wait, wow, that is so. So you said from four o'clock till nine. 